everybody, welcome to All Things Music. I'm Daphne Check here with my constant companion, Jeremy England. How are you doing today? I am doing very good. We're excited to talk about uh, fun music, but uh, you're a little sick, yeah? You got a little... Yeah, yeah sorry listeners, I've got... I sound pretty horrible. Uh, I'm going to try not to cough in the mic a lot, um, but we wanted to record because we hadn't got to record in a while. We didn't want to delay it anymore. Um, but again, I'll apologize to our, our listeners. I'm a little bit under the weather and, uh, hopefully by next time, um, I'll be even better and I'll sound like my normal froggy self instead of this deep frog <laughs> self that I am. Um, but we want to welcome you to today's podcast. We're actually on episode 13, um, and we're going to talk about polka music today. And uh, this should be a really fun topic because a lot of people um, really have good feelings about polka music. We actually are doing this one uh, for our coworker Cynthia. Um, this was a while ago. I think it was even early in the school year. Um, I was in a meeting with Cynthia, and she brought up that she listens to us, and then she talked to me a little bit about how much she likes polka, and we should talk about polka music. And so um, shout-outs to Cynthia. We're finally getting around to that polka uh, that she requested a lot, a while ago. So hi, Cynthia. Um, I, I have to admit, I don't know anything about polka, and I, I truly know very little. I know uh, that it exists, but in terms of my knowledge of it, I just don't have much. And I even put in the show notes, there's... In, in asterisks, hangs head in shame. So I am, I'm very shameful for this, but I don't know much about polka. What about you? No, I, you know, you wrote that and I was like, I am kind of in the similar boat. It's always been kind of like um, a music that it seems very traditional, right? It seems like it's from Central Europe. And we've talked a lot about how we, in our college programs, we talk about European music as kind of like the history that we're taught through it. So it seemed like a, a style we should have covered, but it's not really because it's kind of um it's a newer style of music and it's like kind of a party style of music, which uh, maybe is why we don't cover it. The, the the craziest we get in college is we talk about the minuet dances, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the those are the party songs that we sing. The party songs <laughs> are, are the minuets. That sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> unless you're unless you're a vocalist and then you get to sing like uh shanties and, and sea songs. That's like what you go towards. But yeah. those I, are really I, yeah. fun too though. Those are super They are very fun. fun. Yeah. And I think polka kind of falls into that same category of just it's a fun style. I don't think it's anywhere on here, but I, I, Weird Al is says you can't be uh you can only be happy when you hear polka or something along those lines like you can't be sad when you hear polka music so that's kind of what we're getting into i think it'll be a lot of fun do you have any thoughts like what do you think about when you think of uh polka music you know see you didn't know anything about it but like you obviously have some images that come to your mind what are those yeah, I mean, I get the whole, uh, you know, I see the band, like if I close my eyes when I'm thinking about polka, I see the band, you know, the instrumentalists and stuff. And I see like the shorts, the green shorts and the white shirts kind of look. <laughs> yes. um, I'm, I'm not familiar with the name of the clothing, so I won't get dare to guess. Um, but um, where I'm originally from, from Northeast Ohio, 
Um, a lot of radio stations play uh, polka, particularly their uh, my college radio station, uh, one of my college radio stations, they would play polka at noon on Sundays when I was there. Nice. And so that was always like the thing. Um, so I remember it being on the radio. I also think about Oktoberfest. Um, I go to that every year here in central Ohio. We have a pretty big Oktoberfest. Um, it's always just a fun time to dance and, uh, eat a bunch of, of heavy foods. It's really quite good. Um, and then I, I often think of Weird Al too, because he does a lot of pol- or, you know, covers or original songs in a polka style. So those are the things, um, that usually come to mind for me. What, what about you? Yeah, we've been watching uh, Family Matters again as a family, and so Steve Urkel always comes to my mind when I think of polka because it's like a oh, yeah. a thing he does. Uh, same mm-hmm. with you, some German festivals and Oktoberfest, and specifically if you're from like that Michigan, Ohio area, if you've ever heard of Frankenmuth, which has Bronner's, the world's largest Christmas store, but it's a little Bavarian village is what they model themselves after, so there's a lot of polka that is going on there. And then actually the very first thing I thought of, for whatever reason, is in the movie Home Alone, when Kevin's mom is like trying to get back to Kevin, she hitches a ride in the back of a box truck, and it's John Candy's character, and he is the polka king. And it's it's funny because he's like, you've never heard of me? And she's like, no. And he's like, I'm like the number one selling polka person in, in you know, the Midwest or whatever. But um, – that's what I think of. And just kind of a fun just I just I think happy thoughts too. You know, I'm just like it's a happy style of music. I don't think I've ever been like um I won't like go out of my way to listen to polka music, but I wouldn't be upset if polka music was on there, you know, like if polka music I'd be like, Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's funny because um I don't think I'm as in this camp anymore, but I went through a phase where I was like, Polka's dumb, I hate it, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I don't you know, it was in my youth <clears throat> and I don't know if it was just because of it being around me or I was just, you know, being rebellious, like, woohoo, my rebellion was I didn't like polka. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I like you know, I went through this phase where I just hated polka, but the more I listened to it, um, I think Weird Weird Al's right that you can't um, be unhappy listening to polka because there's something very joyous um, and probably because a lot of it has to do with the dance stuff, right? Um, and I think that, that joy just kind of radiates from it. So my my hard, crusty edge against polka has slowly been receding. <laughs> I'm sure polka will be happy to hear that there is a softening of your heart. <laughs> uh, I. I will say that it starts uh, – so let's get into polka a little bit, the history. And, and I'm going to say this. Uh, I was talking with Daphne before. I did not realize that polka – and this might be part of the reason we didn't study it as much in college is it's like a relatively new genre of music. Like only it's like the mid-1800s has it really come around. And it starts as a as a dance. You know, like there's a, a polka dance. And um, the music goes along with that because if you need music, if you have a dance, you need music most of the time, uh, I think. So uh, it seems like the more I, I – if you type polka into Google, usually you get like polka dots first. Um, <laughs> and then you might get like a, a lot of information about the polka dance. And I thought that was interesting because, uh, uh, you know, it shows my – bias towards music that like I associate polka first with music and not a dance when rea- in reality it's kind of the opposite for a lot of the world polka is a dance before it is music that which that kind of makes me think of um 
it's not quite the same thing though, but it's it kind of reminds me of this phenomenon in Africa. There's a lot of places where um, music and dance do not have separate uh, names; they're the same mm. word because they're the same. Um, they celebrate them together, and this isn't quite the same thing. But the idea of them not that they have they go hand in hand. That yeah. the music and the dance go hand in hand um, is really cool because I also think I think music, not dance. For sure. Yeah. And so it was not uh, – uh, what country would you say Polka is from? Before you did the research, where would you said Polka was from? I would have said Germany. Yeah, I would have said too. But that's not the case, right? Not the case. <laughs> not from the case. The Czech Republic, one of my favorite countries to say just because it's so hard. Czech. Can, can I just tell you that every time when I was writing in the outline, I was trying to write my last name? <laughs> because people assume that I'm from the Czech Republic because of my last name. PA, P- PSA for the world. I am My ancestry is actually not from the Czech Republic, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it is from the Czech Republic, or specifically, I think a lot of the stuff I was reading is like uh, the, the Bohemia, right? I think you yeah. have that somewhere mm-hmm. in here. Yeah. Um, so it is, it is um, not Polish, which I, I would have probably put in there, or... German, but it is certainly from that area. It is. Uh, uh, do you want to try and say these Czech words, or uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna you? let you. I I would assume though that they're like okay. The word polka is believed to come from the Czech word polka, meaning half. So by the way, <laughs> I'm just gonna say this. It's spelled P U L K A, and there's something over the U. I, it's not I an really, umlaut. It's like an accent. Is that an, yeah. It's not an umlaut, right? Yeah, it doesn't it's look like, a, like it's it. It's like a, a marcado accent, a little uh-huh. carrot. Yeah, but it does mean the word translates to half, and so it's supposed to refer to these short half steps in the dance. So that's yeah. where the thought is that it's, that it's from. I, I also saw that polka, and I checked this, and so through translate.google, so you know the internet, but polka also is supposed to mean Polish woman in Polish. Oh. So there is the idea that it is half. But then I saw somebody was writing about like, oh, it might actually – like it might be about like Polish women or whatever. But if you go type in polka from port, uh, Polish to English, it is translated the shelf. <laughs> but oh. if you type in English to Polish, you type in Polish woman, it comes up polka. So who knows? You know, like that was based on – uh, uh, that was from a scholarly paper that I was reading about it. So that's why I trusted it. Okay. Um, I wasn't just like some random polka.us.gov, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know, com website. This is like a legitimate research paper from USC. Our so, serious research for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real research. I actually did real research this time. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh no. my gosh. Okay. So, so I by the way, everybody, I keep muting myself when I start to cough. So sorry, everybody. Yeah, I just gonna hear like like the depths of silence from Daphne's side. It, like, sorry. It'll seem like nothing is funny except oh, for man. what I think is funny. That's okay. So, That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you tried the hard word, which I guess it really wasn't that hard, I'll try this hard name. Uh and so we said started in Bohemia in the nineteenth century, which is the eighteen hundreds in the Czech Republic or what is now the Czech Republic. And basically, if you're not familiar with Central European areas, like it's like Germany and like the surrounding areas is kind of this Bohemia uh, rough area. 
getting out towards the east, towards Poland and stuff. But uh, it was a dance started by a woman named Anna. That was the easy part. Anna Chatamova. Uh, I'm going to go with that. I'm that sounds so that. good. I like that. <laughs> um, but she was dancing to a folk song when her music teacher, Joseph Neruda, noticed her. You wrote that. That's kind of a creepy way to say that he noticed her. He noticed her dancing. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's I meant like to a... say. That, like, <laughs> Lord. Listen, I just, I was trying to succinct the story. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he taught her to dance. He taught her dance. Let me start this over because I am not reading this correctly. This is off the rails so fast. He taught her dance, the dance that she was dancing to other locals and notated the tune she was dancing to. So basically, he saw what she was doing, saw her dance, and notated the tune, and then started teaching that to other people, which I think is pretty cool. It's kind of like uh, this guy is basically like a human equivalent of a TikTok. You know, like TikTok, you, you teach a dance, you put some music to it, and you share that with the world, and everybody kind of copies it. Well, this is how you did it back in the old days, is somebody would have to you either taught it yourself to other people or somebody would transcribe it and notate it and teach it to other people. So I thought that was kind of a cool story that this lady just like started dancing and he's like, I like that. I'm going to teach that to other people. Yeah, and this really starts to spread around. Um, the By 1840, it spreads to Prague and Vienna and Paris. Um, starts really just kind of wildfiring all over Europe. I really love this line. Paris had... Um, uh, an actual name for this, and it was polka mania, which, <laughs> all right, so that just struck my ear very funny because I I just thought it was interesting that Paris, of all places, would just try and, and describe something as, like, crazy or frantic when they're so sophisticated, generally, you know, um, and I just I just thought that was really funny that they called it polka mania. Yeah, it's like Beatle mania. Yeah, it is kind of that way. Um, and then, of course, it still continues to spread all over Europe um, and makes gets all the way up to London about four years later and then finally gets over here to America around the same time. Yeah, 1840s roughly, which is um, kind of like the spread of uh, Aris – aristocracy. Is that the right word? I never say that word correctly, but like rich people coming over. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is a it was a it was a dance taught like to local people, right? Like the locals and um commoners for lack of a better term off the top of my head. But um it was music for the people, it's a dance for the people. And then what happens is like people start to notice it and it starts to get picked up and incorporated in like by classical composers uh who put it into their music. And, you know, that spreads then because the rich people get it and they bring it over. And that's how it's able to travel around, which I, it's so funny. You got like – I was thinking Polka Mania, Beatle Mania, but like the British invasion, you know, like British mm-hmm. rock music comes over and rocks America. Um, it, it is interesting that this cultural movement from like Poland and – not Poland, but uh, the Czech Republic and Germany kind of infiltrates Paris, you know, like this cultural – center of the world absolutely and i think that's why that the the french having a specific term for it was so striking to me (laughs) i thought that was pretty powerful that they gave it a name yeah so let's talk about the dance real quick it's very similar to a dance called the uh hopser which is a german dance in, in the surrounding area so uh that made it very accessible which was easy for people to like pick up on it you know like oh i just have to learn a couple different 
types of steps. It's kind of like the difference of like square dancing and line dancing. You already know one, so it's pretty easy to pick up the moves for the next one. Um, this this research paper I was reading breaks the dance down into two types. You got regular polka and polka. I am not going to get this word right. Uh, Tetsiona. Tetsiona? I'm going to try and put it in Google Translate. <laughs> nice. Uh, so why do you do that? It is a very Eastern European word with f- three consonants right in a row, TRZ, uh, and then a weird E. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay, I got it. Treshona. Treshona. And it translates in English to shaken. That's okay. That is good to know because polka shaken. So polka treshona. Uh, so regular polka is danced in a circle. So this is a circle dance by rotating couples who never separate and continue turning around the dance space until one or several male dancers calls for a change of direction. The dance is fast-paced. Uh, I think it's like about 114 beats per minute, um, roughly is what the, the original polka was. Uh, the basic step consists of three small steps performed in such a way that one foot chases the other. The dancers move smoothly and without interruptions following the regularity of the music. So regular polka, you you kind of glide across the floor. It's not um, you're not bouncy. So polka shaken, uh, that's what I'm gonna call it from now on, uh, are located also in the circle. And they rotate simultaneously around the whole circle, and their own axis. Um, and the difference is that instead of the sliding step, the very small steps consists of lifting the feet and placing it down vertically. So kind of like running in place is how I picture this in my mind. The other one, you're sliding. It's very smooth. This one, you lift your feet up and down very fast. And as a result, the dancers shake throughout the dance. (laughs) So it's kind of like, uh, yeah, if you can imagine a circle full of people jumping up and down really fast. That's why it's called the shaken polka. I really love that, that it's kind of that way. Uh, let me go back to something you said a minute ago because I was just thinking about this. And when you talked about the regular polka, you talked about the beats per minute being 114. Is that what you said? As, right. It's like a march, yeah, like 111 roughly, I think. Did I was just kind of curious, 114, and, and maybe, you know, it fluctuates. 114 is a not very common metronome marking. You're usually in some kind of eight, so like 112, 120, 128. Uh, yeah. 36, 136, like you're usually in, in uh, usually it's separated in eight, right? Because math time, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And I was just wondering if there was any specific guidance on why it was those temp- tempo markings. You know, I don't know. And I'm mm-hmm. going to look, I'm looking up right now. So that was off the top of my head. Well, it seems like it was standardized. So for whatever mm-hmm. reason, it was that odd time meter. It has standardized to uh, about 120 to 124. So they did pick up on. They did fluctuate it. it. A march. Because if musicians, you know this, 114 would feel weird. Yeah, it would. 115 would feel weird, you know, because, and I'm generalizing here, you know, but we as musicians often feel things in that eight category. Like, it's like every other eight, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I was, that's what, when you said that, it kind of struck me because I was like, well, that, and I wondered if that had to do with the dance, that it felt better in the dance to be, um, at Wolfram. anyway, I guess I was just nitpicking, but it just got me thinking when you said that. 
No, it's uh, it's it's an interesting topic how we do feel that like it just it kind of internalizes it mm-hmm. uh, in in your life. So uh, there's that's that's polka. Then there's like this European style. Uh, well, obviously this is all Europe, but there's another style that is interesting. A dance called the polka mazurka, um, and it is the polka steps. So that kind of shuffling movement, but they put it into three four time of a mazurka. So when we kind of talk about um, how polka is is put together with the umpa, uh, we're just adding an extra umpa in there. <laughs> instead of having two four, you have three four. So it's a it's a duple meter or it's a triple meter instead of a duple meter, which does kind of um, turns it into kind of a waltz. You know, you got kind of like a waltz polka, which is kind of cool. yeah. Waltz waltz is um, something we all know, even if you don't know it, because it's waltz is probably the most common. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to trip on my words here, but waltz is generally very, uh, the most common three, four time type of music. Like non-music people would know one, two, three, one, two, three. You'd feel that triple um, and you would associate it with a waltz. You see what I'm saying? Like, well, y'all kind of yeah. know waltz. Yeah. That's what, that's my point. Well, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and any, I mean, any classical era song really you're putting like in symphonies, you probably have a waltz in there of some mm-hmm. sort or, or any dance class, you're like one, two. And every time you make fun of a dance class, you, you're singing a waltz. Really, yeah. one, two, three, one, two. So even that's like internalized into, into everything. So, but yeah, you're right. Um, so European styles, obviously, everything is European, and it kind of gets changed. But really, um, a big jump kind of comes when it moves over to uh, here in the states, like mid 1800s, right? Like 1840s, you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 1844 is what Wiki says. Is what Wikipedia says. Okay. So uh, I thought it was interesting. I was reading the. There is a bunch of different styles. So you got Polish style, Slovenian style, and there's like a Slavic style of polka, I think. And I was reading this uh, Polish American paper, and he's basically said that. Every time you talk about like American um, polka styles, you have to add that uh, kind of American hyphen like suffix on it because it's just like it's kind of a different breed of polka music. Oh, you mean like you have to put hyphen style after? No, no, no like so like you can't say like Polish polka. You'd have to say Polish American polka. So you have to put like oh. the American qualifier on it. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, okay. Well, that was only in the one paper I said. So this guy was he was a he was a Polish uh, scholar, and he was talking about um, you know how polka evolved coming over here, and we'll kind of get talking into some of this like identity stuff here in a, a little bit later. Um, but it is like a different style of polka because it evolves, you know, as it as everything kind of does as it travels. Um, so if you have like Polish polka in America, it's like Polish American polka. Because uh, it is like slightly different in their minds. Okay, so like for example, here, if we had Polish American style polka, if we were talking about yeah. that, that's how we would yeah. say it. Okay, so yeah. that's uh, how that's how he argues you would say it. I, you know, I don't. I, we're very fresh into okay. this polka world, so I don't know how controversial it is to say. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. It's like saying cheese or cheese style product. You know, I don't know if that's how <laughs> different it is. Cheese in a so, can is obviously yeah. as good as a as a stylized brie. Uh, <laughs> right, um, they're both but, good, just different mm-hmm. purposes. Yes, and maybe that's exactly the author's point. 
You know, yeah. exactly. So, and we, and we all, you know, we know that just because of world history, when people came to America, they brought their traditions with them. This happens all the time, all over the world. People take their music with them, right? So the people who came here from the Czech Republic, they got to America and were like, we love our music from the Czech Republic, so we're going to just make it, though, a little bit more American. And that's how we get Polish-American-style polka. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Um, and that has a lot of roots in Chicago, which um, which makes sense because America has uh, a lot of this is is more instrumental where it's it has a trumpet, a clarinet, an accordion, a bass guitar, and, and I'm going to say this wrong. Is it Schemsneiser? Squeeze box. Uh, yeah, like a, 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 yeah, a Shem, Shem, Schemnitzer. It's probably Nitzer if it's, it's like German Schemnitzer. Yeah, Schemnitzer. Yeah. See, your German is so better. This is exactly why I always make you say the one word in class that I never can say <laughs> when we teach uh, opera. Was, uh, uh, what's yeah, it the G word. Yep, yep. I always make when we teach this. I always make German. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's one of them. One of them Wagner terms. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, a squeeze box. Which literally, if you look up a picture of a squeeze box, it's just a a box, um, and you squeeze it. And there really isn't too much more to say. But it's not quite an accordion. <laughs> It sits on the ground, right? And you kind of like pump so. it with the, your hand. You know, you're kind of pumping the back of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not. Yeah, we're going to go with that. I, I don't. Again, did I mention that I don't know anything about polka? We're really le- we were truly learning as we do this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's also Slovan Slovanian American style polka. I'm trying to do it that way, um, which really just emphasizes the piano accordion, the accordion we all know that, you know, it stretches and has the keyboard on the side, but it also has a lot of fast tempos. So um, really upbeat even compared to the other styles. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, there, that's pretty much it. So polka comes over and it has its two, these two big styles. And uh, it was so popular in America, which, you know, Paris had the polka mania. America, uh, United States of America had um, – the Grammys, they started giving out a Grammy for the best recorded polka album. And I thought this, so they don't, they don't do it anymore. It's the last, it was last given out in 2008. Did they say why? Uh, uh, they did. They said they wanted to, uh, they cut it because they wanted to keep the Grammys in line with like current musical trends. So basically it said polka was not as popular as it was before, as was their mm. um, excuse. And I thought the, the interesting thing about this is they didn't have like, they didn't track sales really uh, i guess when they started giving this out they didn't track polka sales you know so music has always been tracked as long as they've been selling it like what's popular and what's not for whatever reason polka i guess was not really tracked so they kind of voted on this and like uh whoever was in the polka world got to vote for like the best polka recorded album or whatever that's how they gave it out which i thought was kind of a unique um a unique system and just kind of a real good nod from your peers you know, it wasn't like it wasn't um, like how popular you were. It wasn't how connected you were, really. It was more just like we think you're just the best based on votes from the people well, in the world. And hopefully that is how the Grammys operate in, an, in a, in a right. uh, um, perfect world. I would ask, though, you know, again, I'm not familiar with the Grammys too much myself, but uh, other than I watch them, you know, once a year. <laughs> yeah. um, but I do wonder, is there kind of a, and I hate to use this term, but like a catch-all category where any genre 
could be nominated based on its quality. You know, maybe Polka goes up against, um, you know, Gamelon. You know, maybe they're in that category, oh, yeah. but it's like a these are the best of their specific fields. And I wonder if the Grammys have either do that or have considered doing that. Yeah, I know. That's an interesting question. It'd be like, uh, what do they call it in like college, like the world music, <laughs> you know, like yeah. anything that's not, not here. Yeah, um, that's what I wonder too, because there's so much, America drives a lot of music in the world, yeah. right or wrong. Um, and if we're going to acknowledge them, Maybe there's ways we can acknowledge everything. I, I know that'd be a needle in a haystack situation because there's so many, but some way to be like, you know, everybody puts forth the best of their specific category and that gets, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, again, I'm speculating and playing devil's advocate here. We're spitballing here. Maybe we can get somebody from the Grammys on here to, yeah, to pitch our ideas for them. Get in here, Grammys. Come, come and defend yourselves to us, because clearly, <laughs> clearly you must <laughs> explain yourselves. Get in here, talk. Oh my gosh, oh we're gonna get gosh. hate mail. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Oh my goodness, all media is good media, right? That's what they say. Is uh, it? <laughs> no. Let's talk about musical characteristics. Stuff we actually know what we're talking about here. <laughs> Maybe and understand. <laughs> Uh, so it is written earlier, I said, in a duple meter, so that's 2-4. So 1-2, one, 1-2, two, one, two, one. that's, you know, that's how you, you count it, which means, uh, which the, the emphasis is on beats 1 and 2 because there's only two of them in a measure, <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, the focus is on the offbeat, which is, uh, so 1 and, 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 and. So it's it's kind of like a, a uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Um, a jumpy style. Uh, that's not the right term I'm looking for. Bouncy. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like not settled, but um, yeah, I yeah, you're gonna feel it more on the upbeat, and because you do, um, it will. It does have this almost lighter quality to it. If we think umpa yes. umpa umpa umpa, the pa is the upbeat. It's so floating. It. It's almost. floating up there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it is written in uh, ternary or rondo form, uh, but really the important part of that, uh, for especially for non-music uh, theory people, is the main idea has to come back around mm-hmm. and a, a few times, really. So the main idea does come back, and it's you know pretty fun uh, stuff. Usually, um, if you have a big band, it might come around in different instruments, which is kind of cool. Um, and then all those help with dancing as well. Like you, you listen to the music and you can hear the, the melodies come around. It can signal different things. Uh, what Daphne was just singing, the oompa, is called jumping bass. And what happens on the the bass part of it, so the lowest part is um, bum, 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 bum. Um, and if you know that melody, you're either thinking polka or you're thinking VeggieTales. Um, bum, 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 <laughs> if you like to. So that is uh, jumping bass, and it turns into an oompa. Mm-hmm. And the in-between of those bass notes is the offbeat. Bum, 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 So that is, there's polka right there. Just, uh, just picture a tuba player and sing that. Yeah. And you'll probably see in your head the tuba player will like bend their knees. <laughs> I'm just trying to build a visual, but if you think about yes. it, that'll that'll 
you'll see it. You'll see it. Yeah. If you if you listen to that bass, it's like that gives the rock the solid foundation to it, right? That makes it feel heavy, mm-hmm. but that offbeat focus makes it like it in a musical sense. It almost like pulls these two ends apart, and it stretches the music out a lot, and it like kind of diabolically opposes itself, the downbeat and the offbeat, to create this nice, light, airy, bouncy sort of um, song. And, and that just gave me a visual. If if you're not musical, you know, uh, if you if you can dribble a basketball, when you push the basketball down and it hits the ground, that's the downbeat. When it comes up, it that's the offbeat. And that's kind of a visualization of like the different feelings of the the downbeat and the offbeat. When you push the ball down and it bounces, that's heavier mm-hmm. than when it kind of peaks up into your hand, which is the offbeat. And that is the musical uh, or, or the physical representation of the musical feeling that you're feeling inside your body and you're hearing. Yeah, much so, better than my bending tuba guy. That was way better. Uh, well, our powers combined. I like them both, but <laughs> I'm glad that analogy worked out because I just it just hit me when I was talking. So <laughs> that was that was that was real life. Uh, so the common rhythm. So we got the bass like bump bump bump. But there's a melody that goes on top of it, and one of the common melodies is two sixteenth notes and an eighth note, two sixteenth notes and an eighth note followed by three eighth notes. So that's da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So that is going along in whatever melody. That's a common rhythmic occurrence that's going against the bum 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 And the main instrument that you kind of really have to have for polka is the accordion. Um, I would have said the tuba as well, but apparently that is a, a an optional instrument <laughs> in this style. No way, um, really? Yeah, uh, well, that's... Well, a, is, that a, is that part of the American stylizing of it? No, this is from the, the scholarly article okay, uh, or okay. a different, um, yeah, a, a, a reputable source. The accordion has <laughs> to be there, basically. Okay. And, um, but you will find a lot of tuba because it is a good brass heavy instrument um but you know you have like you didn't have the accordion in the piano the accordion in like a, a bass guitar or a double bass but and with it being so new you know relatively in the mid 1800s we pretty much have all the instruments at this point you know like we have we have the saxophone uh we have the the clarinet that has been advanced to where it is today uh, we start to get guitars in fact some of the bands we're going to talk about later use like a rock band setup with an accordion, you know, so the accordion is kind of like you have to have it. Otherwise, you're just kind of playing, uh, you're, you're playing imitation polka, you know, mm-hmm. you're not playing real polka. That's so interesting to me. Yeah, I thought that was uh, interesting. I would have for sure said uh, accordion, tuba, and clarinet, but that's yeah. probably more like a traditional style of polka well um, what you described is is the is the polish american style polka right there yeah. because you said trumpet or you said clarinet you said accordion and um yeah so that that makes sense and maybe it's our american ears hearing that um but yeah, i would have thought the same thing i would have totally agreed with you so uh yeah so let's talk about festivals <laughs> this is a party song yeah it's a the polka is a party not just like when you see part not drinking, but like dancing. It's a fun, entertaining style of music. Right. And so, you know, as we were talking about earlier in the podcast, we kind of associate this with festivals. And 
I I tried to find like some polka festivals or some like <laughs> um like a website that kind of made a made a list. Um there's too many. I couldn't I couldn't narrow it down. <laughs> um and they so many came up. I challenge you listener to go listen go to Google and type in like polka festival 2022 at the time of this podcast. Um Good luck trying to narrow it down. Everybody <laughs> uh, has it. So uh, instead of just wasting time list- listing all these, I'm just going to say we like to party with polka. Um, we in America <laughs> do enjoy our festivals um, that feature polka. And any Oktoberfest, we've talked about that. I Again, that's one of the highlights of my fall is going to our town's Oktoberfest. They always have killer bands, um, and it's always such a good time, So, which is probably, again, why we associated with Germany. But there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, and you know, I was I was thinking that like I wonder if part of this is like a feature of where we're from and where we grow up, and Maybe. it could be totally different in like you know California or the northwest part of the United States. But uh, Ohio, Kentucky, that whole area is German heavy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's no secret that there's an Oktoberfest in every small town, right? That right. that you can have there, and that's why like. Lutheranism is one of the most popular Christian religions in that area because they're, they're all German people. Um, and even down here in Dallas, I guess, you know, there's a lot of German. we got like a little German town area around here I have not been to yet. Yeah, um, we've got one here in Columbus. We've got yeah. a little German village. So German is in that central part of the United States, or the Europe, um, very, very important. And, um, yeah, like you said, we like to... Like party. We get down. Any Oktoberfest you got. Yeah, we like to get down here. It's it's a good time. Um, we have to name some musicians of this style. So if you yes. go listen, I just want to say right out of the gate, um, I love their names. <laughs> I am a person who is here for puns. I am a person who is is all over that because I enjoy cheap comedy and I will admit that freely. <laughs> so um, some of these names really got me. There's a band called Freeze Dried. Um, the one that sent me was Polka Floyd. Like Polka, that's, Polka and, Floyd. Yeah, Polka Floyd is from Toledo. They're my new favorite uh, thing now then because their name. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Polkaholics. They are Berlin Speed <laughs> Polka, and I just put awesome um, because, first of all, <laughs> I don't even, <laughs> I don't even oh know where gosh. to start with how great that sentence that I just said was because Berlin Speed Polka. I'm not saying anything better this week at all than that. Those three <laughs> words in a string right there. That's amazing. Um, oh my god! I sent Jeremy a video of their cover of um, "What Does the Fox Say?" Before we start, so good. oh my gosh, was it so good? I've already started sending it to my friends. Please go look them up. They're oh, they're so good. So yeah, I already sent that video to like five people too. So, and I'll probably send it tomorrow when we hang up. That's why I was so. late to record because I was showing it to my brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> we were dying. Oh my gosh! All right, so this is a great, and it, it just goes to show, I think, that these fun names. Uh, oh, we didn't mention Weird Al. I mean, well, very famous. Um, and can we just yeah. take a second too and bring up the fact that Weird Al comes up a lot. Um, in our podcast, <laughs> I know we, I was just we really got to talk about him because it just if that doesn't show how good of a musician he is, this is not the first time we've said his name on this podcast. No, no, we are going to 
Maybe we'll, I'll, maybe we can get him on here. Maybe I'll ask him to come to our show. I would lose my mind uh, if that happened. Yeah. So here is uh, those are the fun names, which there are a lot of them, and they're like the best. I'm going to read. Uh, there's a website called Ranker. I'm sure some of you have heard it. it you know, you can vote and rank these people. Um, and here's their top ten list of top polka people: Polkaholics, number one. Uh, then Brave Combo, Polka Side, uh, Eddie Blazin Blazincheck. Um, Frankie Yankovic, Yankovic and his Yanks, Weird Al Yankovic, uh, Walter Ostinek, Slavko Avsinik, Jimmy Stir, Jim Peckle. Those are the top ten. Oh, uh, sorry. Well, I'm going to do one more because it's a fun name. Uh, Scherzenhager. Wow. I'm really glad you took this segment. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I, these... These languages are not my best, but good job. And I, I definitely want to go listen to some of these. Frankie Yankovic and his Yanks almost made me snort my coffee or my tea. Out yeah, of I think he's probably <laughs> he's one of the big American people that were here uh, that kind of helped make it big here in the United States. So mm-hmm. um, and, That's fantastic. And I think as we're getting further down into this, like a lot of these are going to be um, – at least from our viewpoint, very uh, American centric, just because yeah. um, that's obviously that's where we're, where we live or whatever. But it was kind of surprisingly hard to find a lot of music history about polka. It seems like um, mm-hmm. that wasn't tied to dance and just um, and, and on there. So uh, so a, a, some famous songs. And the other thing about these songs is there, there are some party songs, but the popular one, which I'll play, is our intro. Actually, so the song you're going to you heard is our intro is called Roll Out the Barrel or uh, otherwise known as the Beer Barrel Polka. And it's basically a song that says, it's time to party, we're all here, roll out the barrels, which is roll out the beer. Um, <laughs> it's very popular. Actually, as I hear it, it's a song that I've heard on like merry-go-rounds before, you know, uh-huh. so it's kind of funny to to hear that song. That's um, such a classic on one too. Like I- I'm trying to think of the word. Are there words that like – I don't want to sing because I don't feel well, but aren't the words <laughs> roll out the barrel, we'll have a barrel of fun? Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. How does that yep. not you got how it. does that not please you? Like how does that not make you happy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just it is the party song. You know how like when you end the night you have to play closing time? Closing time. <laughs> you don't have to but to start the party, you gotta you gotta kick it off with "Roll Out the Barrel." I think that's my new rules. I, I like this rule. Um, I'm gonna. I'm, I actually am planning a party, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in. Yeah, that's very good. I love I, it. I love that. That's so fun. <laughs> and so this this that's the most. I'm just gonna put that one as the the quintessential polka song that most people can approach and enjoy. There's tons of like, uh, like I said, like people like Chopin and other uh, nationalistic composers of that air, area. An era incorporate polka into the music, so there's like a lot of actual written down. Um, uh, I, I always call it academic music, but like that written composed music. Mm-hmm. But when I typed in, when I went to Google and typed in uh, essential polka or top twenty polka, song, polka songs, which usually like is you type in top twenty baroque songs, you know, like this list of things. Um, there wasn't anything really like that, like written sheet music or anything. It was mostly uh, like pop tunes in polka. So like mm-hmm. pop tunes of like, uh, the one was top 50 wedding polka songs requested to get to your, your guests dancing or um, top 16 requested awesome. polka songs. And that was from like when it was like really big and people were dancing to it all the time. So it's always been 
a popular style of music, which I think is just makes this style even more fun. Yeah. See, again, my cold heart, my like the Grinch, my heart is growing three times today. <laughs> <laughs> and so I want to, I want to say this to, uh, so that's, this is like European influenced. Uh, when I moved down to Texas, uh, we have some neighbors behind us that are always cooking out. Like every other day is pretty cool. And they're always playing uh, music and they are Hispanic, and so they're playing Spanish music or Mexican music, I guess, uh, in the Spanish language. And I always listen to it, and I say, that sounds like polka. You know what I mean? Like the other day, just yesterday, actually, I was like, that's polka music. And I started thinking about it. I used to work in uh, Chi-Chi's, which is a, a Mexican restaurant. Oh, you know, rib most Chi-Chi's. Of for, oh, I know. Uh, but they, they pumped in. Mexican music all the time, right? That was a part of the atmosphere. So I was listening to this and thinking back about that. There's a lot of polka-influenced music or music influenced by polka. And I was like, why is that? Well, I learned that there is a whole genre of uh, northern Mexican music called Norteño, which is uh, music that was influenced by the German settlers in the 1850s. So uh, back before Texas was its own state, the Republic of Texas, um, there was a you know it was kind of undisputed territory, and then you had like Mexico taking over for a while, and then you know whatever. But I guess there's a lot of German settlers in this area too, and so they brought music with them. Of course, like you were talking about earlier, you you leave your country, but you you bring whatever you have as a part of your culture with you. So they brought their music, and there's also a um, during the second. Uh, some second reign of somebody, there was an Austrian uh, uh, leader. Um, I'm not thinking of the right word, it's escaping me, but basically he was in charge of Mexico, that territory. But And his brother was the chancellor of Austria. So like he brought this music with him too and of course required it. So now actually you'll hear the style of music Norteño or mariachi is a lot of times, it sounds a lot like polka because it kind of has the same roots, which I think is super cool. You know, like, we is, got polka music here. That, first of all, that's awesome. I love any time we've, like, we combine things and make them new things anyway. You know, that's always yeah. awesome. And secondly, I want to go hang with your neighbors because if they're grilling every day, that's what I want in my life. Dude, they party. We got, that's I awesome. live in a, a, a townhome now, so, you know, we got a lot of people around us and it's, it is a lot of fun oh. and a lot of good music. You know, a lot of music I wouldn't, like listen to or you know wouldn't have been exposed to where we were living at before mm-hmm. so it is a cool and you know you get to tie in these cool lessons of like you know polka music and norteño are related mm-hmm. so maybe maybe i'll go talk to them about that and see if they uh, have any interest in learning about the history of polka that's awesome <laughs> i would like i would like a further study on this please please go do that immediately yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll do it. I'm sure they'll look at me like I'm crazy. I, I'm sure if I brought something to grill, it's probably a better opener than, hey, did you know that Norteño, the music you're listening to right now, is the same uh, ancestry as polka music from Bohemia in Central Europe? I don't think that goes over so well. It may not. You might want to take um, some food. I think food is the way in. Food's often the way yeah. in. I mean, if we're just being honest about everything, food's the way oh in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You mentioned – well, you mentioned in the notes that polka dots were named as such because of the popularity of polka. I didn't know that at all. I mean it makes sense yeah, to me, but I didn't know that. And there's probably a lot of groups that are called the polka dots. Like like I, I, <laughs> I would right. bet if we, if we Google polka dot, you know, band, we'd probably get 
some. I, I first, I just really want to name polka bands now. That's just what I want. I really want that job. <laughs> it's like your whole identity is just. Uh, maybe what you can do is you can offer up a polka naming service, put it as a website, and then license them out yes. to people. I think you get yourself a business model. Dude, here. there's my side hustle. <laughs> I want there we it. Go. You heard it here first, folks. That's my trademark. Gig. That's my gig. Yeah. Yep. I'm doing it. Oh, my yep. gosh. So let's talk about identity. This is a kind of the last thing we'll hit on here. Um, so this is just a preface. I'm going to read a quote directly from a scholarly source, uh, or at least a scholarly website. This is a .edu website. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, I thought this was interesting because I think earlier I said uh, polka music is uh, – I would have thought like Poland or a lot of people do like associate it with Poland and stuff. Um, but it, this kind of goes – to show the difference between like polka Amer- or Polish American polka and like polka music from Poland, um, and kind of how there's this discrepancy and this difference between how people view the music. And this is how I'll read it: "Quote this dance, however, is not a meaningful symbol of Polish culture for Poles from Poland, and has not been treated as an important element of Polish and Polish American cultures by Polonian scholars who tend to emphasize quote high culture Polishness." end quote, symbolized by Chopin, according to Charles Kiel, the Polish middle class, quote, hates polka music with a passion, end quote, end quote. So um, I guess scholars and the middle class of Poland do not like that polka is associated with their culture, which I think is a, you know, we, we have it here and we just like identify it so much. Um, uh, uh, the story that precedes this actually is a guy from California who um, says that for him and his dad that uh, – so he has Polish ancestry that Polish Americanism to him is is polka music, you know, and he doesn't think Chopin represents his his Polishness at all. And it's like kind of the opposite if you're from the other side of that equation. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know exactly what to say on this part except, well, maybe you just – I don't know, you just kind of hate what's around you. I, that's not even the right way to say it. You want to be identified as something different, maybe. I don't I don't know. I just, I don't know really what to say there. Um, yeah, well, I think it goes to show that, um, I, I think it, it shows two things. One, we all have different views of what our culture is, right? Like in, where we come from and how we interact with that part of our history. And two, that... Um, it, it could be uh, you can't like pigeonhole one culture yeah. into one style of music or um, or assume that everybody likes a certain style of music because it's associated with your country. I'm sure there's plenty of Poles that really enjoy polka, mm-hmm. but um, the scholars don't, I guess. Yeah. Well, and scholars – sometimes scholars can have a different opinion than the masses. <laughs> I don't know how, you know what I mean? And, you know, you do get, um, and I'm not saying that's necessarily the case here, but sometimes um, elitist be elitin, right? Like (laughs) Elitist be elitin. That's a new bumper. That's true, yeah. Um, Yeah, no, that's a a great, (laughs) a great point, especially in our world of music. There is oftentimes very different, but I will say in defense of elitism, I guess, um, or not, but, like, when we think about popular music today of our culture, right? Like, think about who's on our Billboard Top 10 right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, that is 
the best of the best. And people would say that music uh, represents, you know, America as a whole. But like, you know, if you ask a scholar, they might say, well, American music is really like Appalachian, you know, that type yeah, of that's folk true. music. That's true. Um, it's just, there is like, I think there is, and this is true for all of life, and this is not just for here, but like there is a micro and a macro lens that you can look at through all of this, right? So micro would be currently what's happening now in this current area. Macro would be like, what does it represent as a whole? And I think there are people that often talk at, at different levels and not trying to talk to one another, you know? So yeah, well said. That's my, my uh, scholarly advice for today. I really liked that. That was a good way to end. <laughs> hey, polka's fun. It's a ton of fun. Go yeah. listen. Uh, I, I will, <laughs> one more plug for fun polka. Go listen to the What Does the Fox Say polka cover. And then also look up uh, Alexander Hamilton Weird Al polka oh version gosh. and just love your life. Yeah, yeah, you go love your life. We can link both of those in our show notes too to where they are on the internet, but um, in the YouTube videos. Definitely go check it out and, you know, just go listen to stuff. So, um <laughs> That's usually how we end these podcasts anyway, am I right? I mean, it usually our last right. advice is, hey, go listen to this. Um, so anyway, thanks for joining us for episode 13 on Polka. Um, don't forget, you can listen and subscribe to this podcast wherever you like. You can reach out to us, um, contact at allthingsmusicpodcast.com. Our website is allthingsmusicpodcast.com. So let us know if we were off the mark, on the mark. Is there a polka artist we should be checking out? We should be uh, sharing more information. So, we, you know, let us know. Come talk to us because, well, just talk to us. Sometimes we just want to talk to you all. That's really <laughs> pathetic and sad. But you all know. Okay, happy polka yay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>